Scientists working in Swaziland and Tanzania have developed better ways of delivering health care, which could save many lives in poor countries. At the conference on health care for all, held at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, Kamran Siddiqui chaired a session on patient-centred care. I asked him about the idea under discussion, creating healthcare systems which are scientifically designed to meet patients' needs. I think what we've heard this morning is actually three excellent examples of how we can deliver a very targeted uh, healthcare program but having a patient-centered approach. And this is a huge shift from, let's say, a few years ago when the program used to be very didactic and it was much more about effectiveness and efficiency, which is obviously still important uh, as we move into more patient-centered approach. But it's actually saying that you can deliver an effective and efficient health service, uh, but at the same time you can have a very patient-centered approach, giving patient the choice and, and keeping uh, you know, patients not only wishes, but what's best for the patient, uh, hearing their views and opinions, and, and, and almost tailoring the service according to their needs. And, and, and their preferences. Uh, and it, it turns out, I mean, uh, certainly looking at some of the evidence that was, that was uh, presented this morning, that you can deliver an effective service. It's, it, it's actually sometimes more efficient to have, be patient-centered because uh, what you get is, 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 is a service which, which gives you more value for money. Now, there were some fascinating things came out. For instance, John Wally was talking about nurse-led treatment. It seems the nurses can lead the treatment. And he had, in Swaziland, HIV therapy, peer counselling. And there was all sorts of benefits, weren't there? Absolutely. I mean, I think what John explained, the way they're delivering uh, the ART or antiretroviral treatment, which is the treatment for HIV-related patients, um, was an excellent example of, of giving that treatment not just in crowded hospitals uh, but in a more personalized way, close, close, much closer to patient's home by a nurse who is probably regularly visiting that patient and have a more kind of patient-centered approach and have a more direct relationship with the patient rather than a sort of more depersonalized hospital-based approach. And the use of, of peer counseling, how did that work? That also was, was shown to be quite effective. I mean, one of the, the striking things was that the adherence clearly, the adherence to the treatment and the compliance to the treatment was clearly better in the group that uh, actually went for the more patient-centered approach through, through peer counseling as well as, as, well as the nurse-led approach. Frank Van Leth was talking uh, particularly about patients choosing the way they get treated with DOTS. Uh, first of all, explain DOTS. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, DOTS is an acronym uh, which is for Direct Observed Treatment Strategy, which is, uh, and, and Direct Observed Therapy is part of that strategy, but it's much broader than that, uh, just giving direct treatment or observing direct treatment to patients. And this is in TB? This is in tuberculosis, yes. Uh, I think the intriguing thing about uh, Frank's presentation was the huge shift in Tanzania which happened in the last few years is again moving away from one single approach to actually giving patient the choice of whether they want the treatment either delivered in their in their in their home by a family member or a healthcare professional in a health center in a clinic or or or, or directly at home and that was a major change so giving 
choice to the patient was was has become part of the national program of Tanzania. And I think what Frank has demonstrated through his research that actually such approach is is far better in in the treatment outcomes, in not only in adherence but also in improving patients and also reducing deaths and and loss to follow up. We've been hearing that, for instance, things like confidentiality are important. Absolutely, and and what it shows is that if you have a more personalised um, uh, approach to care that doesn't actually breach confidentiality and patient doesn't perceive as breaching confidentiality, I think that's more important. So the perception certainly was just as good, if not better, uh, compared to the hospital treatment. We've been hearing quite a bit about uh, patient-friendly approaches and decentralising the the whole delivery of, of healthcare in these situations. But John Wally rather amusingly mentioned the case of China where you get your orders from on top and you carry them out. Does that work just as well? Um, I'm not sure. I think what uh, John Woolley was demonstrating is various case studies of his work in Pakistan, in in Bangladesh, in in China, and demonstrating that actually much more decentralized approach, certainly in Pakistan, uh, where you actually use a lot of social marketing techniques to get your local intelligence from your providers, from your patient, and then tailoring your materials, your tools, your delivery methods according to that uh, kind of information is, is, is far better, not just for the patients, but also for the health program and delivering the targets that the health programs are interested in. We've also been hearing about the need to phase these new style approaches because apparently you can go and train lots of people, but, but you might not hold on to them. Absolutely. I think that's another message that came out from this morning's presentation that uh, I think a phased approach is a lot better and, and some of the researchers that have been involved in, 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 in the consortiums uh, that have been presented this morning and later in the afternoon have been trying to embed that research in the phased approach so that you actually in one phase informing the next phase and you're not moving into too quickly into some model that you only later on found that it's actually not workable. And the health workers who are, of course, not fully trained doctors who spent years at universities, but dedicated people who do a wonderful job, they need to be valued. And, of course, there needs to be some mechanism for paying them so that they know that this is a good career for themselves. Absolutely. And I think from the examples that are presented today, uh, you've seen that community health workers, when they are valued in terms of being paid through the health system, uh, are much better in not only in, in, in for the patient but also for themselves in terms of being part of the of the healthcare system rather than just relying on their volunteerism, which as we've seen in the last 20, 30 years, is it, it doesn't really work. So you have to, and it's not just about the money. I think it's about that you actually value the work that they're doing and the contribution they're making to the health system. Have we heard from this morning's workshop on patient-centred care that patient-centred care is actually of a better quality? Can it be more effective and could it potentially be more cost-effective? I think certainly there's there's evidence that it, it is certainly much better for the patient. And I think jury is still out about the cost effectiveness. But I think the point I'll make based on the presentations today is that if you're making the service more effective by a patient-centered approach, then I think it seems as if it's likely to be more value for money because what you're getting is more people adhering to the treatment, better outcomes, so that has to be good. And do you think that the global healthcare community is in a better position to deliver things like the Millennium Development Goals on Health? 
Absolutely. I mean, if you've got your programs which are delivering better outcomes through a patient-centered approach, then I think we are a step closer to delivering the Millennium Development Goals. And briefly, a message to governments who are implementing new health systems to do this sort of thing. What would you have to say to them? I think the, the, the key message here is one size does not fit all. I think you need to listen to the patients as well as the providers and make more tailored, tailored approach and more patient-centered approach to your programs. Kamran Siddiqui from the University of Leeds talking with me at the conference on Delivering Effective Healthcare for All. For audio news from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, I'm Peter Goodwin.